Culture Upon Pancakes. Episode 3. The Great Gong Show of 2016. Thank you. You can get detailed coverage at npr.org. Stay with us. You're listening to special coverage from NPR News. Catch up on the current. Okay. Could be the end of the world. As we know it. Who knows? If it is, then you might never hear this. I know. That's why it makes no sense. But we're doing it anyway because it's a good distraction. Because I'm the anxious one. Tonight is the U.S. election, so... November 8th, 2016. How does that affect us? We're Canadians, so... I don't really we know. can't vote. So that makes me feel more helpless than ever. So we're listening to uh, NPR coverage in our headphones. So I'm worried, and um, just because I don't... Uh, we're Canadian, but anybody who knows their geography at all would probably know that Canada and the U.S. are right beside each other, you know? So, you know, these things can sort of bleed over. And what what are the borders anyways? But, you know, I thought I'd hang out with Brian tonight because you're less worried than me. And I'm just maybe more of a sensitive, anxious person. I don't know. I'm hoping it's all got spun up in the media and Canada's our own country anyway and what do we, we have a bit of a buffer but. Well, currently there's, there isn't a definitive answer to this whole thing mm-hmm. and I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe, you can't, you have to cross that bridge when you get to um, it. Maybe that, maybe I'm just, that's just my thinking but I just, I don't, I don't see Trump winning and maybe I'm totally off on this. And I guess we'll find out. Oh, really? So I'm say I'm saying he won't win. Carrie's, yeah, like if we're gonna have a bet here. <laughs> I don't know if you actually if you if you do think one way more than the other, or if you're just sort of like split right down the middle. Yeah, I'm kind of split. Like I always say, I have a nice mixture of um, my father's pessimism and my mom's optimism in life, which is a nice mix. But it's kind of hard because from one minute to the next, in certain situations like this, I don't know. I don't know how I'm feeling from one minute to the next. You know, I, I wouldn't want to be somebody who's overly negative all the time. I do kind of have a glass half full kind of attitude a lot of the time. And I like to believe in the best in people. And I like to, you know, have hope and stay upbeat about things in life. And I've been lucky that most times, you know, good things do eventually win out. But um, there's a lot of people who think Donald Trump can lead the U.S., and they think it is a good thing, so. But, yeah, no, I, I guess I just, if I say I think she's going to win, it's because I'm, that's my hopeful side, right? And then in another more negative moment or pessimistic moment I may be having, I'll be like, yeah, I, I don't want to get my hopes up because he could win. And, you know, it's not, both of us are not political at all. And lots of people aren't. And like I was saying, it's because it's so damn complicated, but I guess it has to be. But for people who are into politics, it's probably not that complicated. Or maybe it is. (laughs) 
But yeah, anyway, so this isn't one of these, this isn't a political podcast generally. This is just a, a theme for, the, for, this, for this particular episode. Yeah, no, this is just, I want it to be more our, our own feelings and opinion, our own feelings and things on this, not... Yeah, no, and we're just kind of hanging out. We're not... Nobody's looking to us for the facts here, obviously, even if it were in the moment. We t- it would be kind of cool to have done this live. I don't know what our other fellow Canadians are doing tonight. You know, maybe some people don't care, but, you know, the U.S. is a pretty big player in the world, so a lot of the world is listening tonight, I believe. I'm probably a little bit messed up from all the media coverage that this whole thing's gotten over the last year or two. But it's just crazy how at first it was funny that Donald Trump was running for president. And well, I don't know when it when it happened that it became not funny anymore. I just think it was funny. I think people thought it was a joke originally. And it still mm-hmm. kind of feels like a joke. Well, and I think nobody, everybody seems to think they can read the guy. And a lot of people are like, he never expected it to get this far. Or he doesn't really want this job. And I don't know if I believe that. Maybe he didn't expect to get to get, to get this far, but I don't believe that he doesn't. I, I believe he wants it as far as he wants. He likes, he likes to be the center of attention. He likes the feeling of being in power. But if based on based on all the all the tape and all the stuff that's been brought out already before he's even become president if if he's already if it's if he's already received that much criticism and all that much it's not going to get any better it's just going to keep getting worse for him so i don't think he will like the job yeah i don't know he might he might you know he might try try and brush it off and make it seem like oh whatever i don't care kind of thing but i i I guarantee it does get to him, and I think if it actually came to fruition, and he and he was the president, then he would be dealing with this stuff on a larger level, constantly, even more, and it would keep going on. Not that it won't, even if he doesn't, he'll still be. He'll I still... don't know who would want this job, honestly. Well, that's what I'm. That's the that's the whole part. Not to. Not to back any anything up, but I mean you have to be kind of crazy to get want this job in the first place. But, and that's why there, it's not like there aren't a lot of politicians throughout the world that aren't crazy. It's just. Uh, you think, you think Barack Obama's crazy? He just seems like a fairly even tempered kind of guy, but I'm not behind closed doors. He may have his blowouts. What do I know? I just, whenever I hear his voice, it, it's a very soulful soothing kind of voice i mean maybe places around the world that he may have you know gone in militarily i mean even dropping whatever kind of bombs or whatever he's done not compared to bush obviously but in his own way maybe they wouldn't agree but to me he seems calmer than most well why don't why do so many americans not like him i don't know enough about yeah, politics and about and about america because you don't i don't live there i don't know and i don't know yeah. enough about based on what i based on just instincts and having no real knowledge i feel like he <laughs> he was a decent president mm-hmm. because i feel like 
yeah, I did hear people complain about him and stuff. Like a lot of Americans just get frustrated. But overall, there wasn't that much controversy brought up. There wasn't that much talked about him in too many ways. And normally the less that comes out about something and the, the less something's focused on, the, the it's a good sign. It's a good sign if there aren't a lot of complaint or there aren't a lot of, I don't know if the complaints is the word, but if there isn't tons of attention about something all the time. Well, it's crazy when you think of somebody who's had two terms of a presidency, because that's eight years, which isn't long, long in the scheme. I think it was, was um, Stephen Harper in for nine years here in Canada? Does Canada, we don't even know if Canada, we don't even know enough, the two of us here to know. Canada doesn't have, like the states, you can only run for two terms. And you only get four years a term, so you can only go eight years. Whereas I thought, I have it in my head that our last prime minister was there for nine years. Yeah, you might be right. I've... It's hard because, you know, I'm 32 and you're 30, almost 29. I, In the 90s, I really didn't care at all about this kind of thing. It wasn't even until it passed into the 2000s that I started caring because I was old enough to realize that I'm, you know, I'm not a kid anymore. I'm an adult. Even if I don't like politics, even if I hate it, it's still something I have to know something about or to still pay attention even a little bit because it's, you know, this is my country or this is whatever country, this is the world I live in and I have to know. So we're still new to all this compared to a lot of like I mean, compare us to journalists, but a lot of journalists I read on Facebook and stuff who've been around since, like, Richard Nixon and Pierre Trudeau, or the first Trudeau. Um, I knew about our prime minister, maybe the late 90s or 2000, but I didn't know as much. It wasn't, so it wasn't until Stephen Harper got in that I started to get a feeling for how I felt about the guy and what I thought how, what I thought he did for Canada. And then it's not even to the last five years or so that I started realizing, you know, I don't really think I like what this guy's, the direction he's taking Canada. So the question is, will life continue as usual if this is, this Donald is a, Trump this wins? This is a tough moment. The like the president count after so tonight. far, 209 for That's Hillary Clinton and 232 for Donald Trump. I, I think from what I'm gathering here, he's doing better than anybody thought he would. People still hoped he could win, but I think he's doing better than anybody even predicted. From what I'm guessing. Doesn't mean it's over, but it's... Yeah, I don't know. I didn't realize you, you you were being quite nonchalant because you really didn't believe he could win. Like if all of a sudden we find out here soon, some, somewhat soon that he wins, will you all of a sudden think differently? I just thought, of I thought it was as likely that he wouldn't win that it was that Obama would win the second term. <laughs> and I was pretty sure he would and he did. So that's just, I just, I just feel like I had an instinct, but I, I honestly didn't know. I did, like I said, I didn't. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I wasn't ever feeling safe enough to bet. I don't get it. I'm not going to sit here and pretend. I mean, I don't live in the U.S., but I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know what the hell this is, because I don't. But I don't live there, and I don't... I'm not some of these people, I guess, enough who are voting for him, so I don't know. Well, just from what I gathered, the, re only, the reason I can see it is that I just feel like 
with not not to go, to go right back to the whole media and stuff but sure with with facebook and twitter and all this stuff and just people always being so entertained by things and everything has to be like in the moment and has to i just think people just a lot of the reasoning was that oh this this will be a good way for us to just everything sucks now anyway so we might as well just get someone in who isn't a politician and yeah, they well, just have this whole reasoning that that's it's what they're saying, yeah. but that just seems it's like your country's already doing horrible so you want to you want to make it even looked upon even worse as being even worse like it doesn't looked upon doesn't make sense or actually do worse because the way the rest of the world is looking at this like i'm that's what i'm thinking here right now is i, I mean i don't live there all i know is how i think a lot of canada views it and what i'm assuming is the rest of the world from what i've been hearing the rest of the world thinks this is quite the joke and i i feel bad saying that right because this is real people's lives we're talking about and if this were happening in my own country like i'm i'm i mean i say i don't know anybody personally who lives in the states other than online sort of friends but i do know a few people who have moved there or who do live there and i mean if i were the living there yeah i would be even more upset than i am now and i'm already upset enough so but yeah, no, what, what what we say here is that as bad as it is and in the, the whole world in general, but in the States specifically, is that they need entertainment. It's become a, it's become a line that's been blurred. So it's not just politics anymore. It's entertainment and politics are mixing. And politics itself is depressing. It's boring. It's not fun. So let's sort of spice it up here and make it a little more fun, a little more entertaining. Let's give this guy... A chance to maybe put on a show for us i don't know that's just one way of looking at it and that's just how a few people around here have spoken it to me or from what i've heard but i just i just think most reasonable americans from what i've heard have been worried the last however many years since the since 9 11 and then the war 9 mm-hmm. the iraq war and all that stuff after all that, they realize that they're very low on the list of liked countries around the world, and they have gained this very negative view. So why would yeah, I don't get they it. do that? Why would they want this to happen? Not that I'm saying that Hillary's got had a great view from around the world either. Like even a lot of Canadians who I feel don't know that much about her are already saying she's not great, and I don't know enough about her to. There's just way know. too much. There's way too much here. Like there's there's the gender issue, which a lot of people say that's not as big a deal as a lot of us are making it out to be, but I feel it is. And people have actually said that this a lot of the U.S. would rather have voted in a black man to be president than a woman. And that, that sounds pretty bad because we know the history with North America and... and african-americans but it could be true because there are a lot of things about her that people don't like that wouldn't be quite as big a deal in most other cases if it were a man but i just think yeah i mean the world really didn't look fondly on the states after iraq and with the decisions bush made and a lot of people think that obama sort of built back the respect around the world of the u.s and this will just tear it down again, in my opinion. But 
like all the work that they went through to make that sort of build back their image. But some of them probably don't care anyways. But you, we just always have to be careful not to group because I don't like it when it's done against any minority that, that, that you know, anybody or that Trump's done it to. So I don't want to all of a sudden do it myself by saying, oh, those people or them or whatever. But a lot of people say that racism is still alive and well in the States and Obama becoming the president for eight years just sort of sparked everything up again. Like it, it stirred things up. And tons of people who are, who do have racist leanings, they were just like, I can't believe we're letting this guy run our country and it's just stirred it all back up. But people use terms like, oh, the racists have come out from underneath their rocks. And I, I don't know, just, I don't like to think that, but in, 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 sometimes you have to face reality. But what do you think? If he wins tonight, do you think Donald Trump will build a wall between the United States and Mexico? No. That was one of the first th policy ideas he had. And since then, every time he repeats it, every time anybody repeats it, I think, did you hear what you just said? Do you honestly think he's going to do that? And I can't tell if they do or not, even some of them who say they believe it. I just I, nobody questions them on it. They're like, oh, yeah, he's going to build a wall or they just keep repeating it. Or even if you don't believe them. No, I think people question them on it. Huh. Well. I don't know. I, I just think we're going to hold him to things. I almost want him to see I want to see him do it. Not because I want one there, but because I want to see how many of these things he said. Did he just say them but to a get lot attention? Of people, not, not to pick that other side, but a lot of people might say that about someone where it's like so many of these people get into politics or become president and get in prime minister and they have all these promises and they never yeah. fulfill How them all. How many of them do they Yeah, it's do? impossible to, to do everything in the exact way that you say you're going to do it. But oftentimes you do do you do work towards it. And even if you get a small percentage of d done of what you said you're going to do, that's still a good feat, generally speaking. Like it's, it still means that you stuck to something. And I don't know. But it's like, what's more important to you? Almost. From what I've seen, is it economic issues? And it's like bringing jobs back and not overspending and, you know, making the debt a country has worse because everybody says oh justin trudeau he's so great everybody thinks he's so great he's feminist he's he's tolerant he's this he's that but he's also spending more than he should be spending and we're going to be in debt and to pay for all these things so what's worse i think it's great that we have a prime minister who we can be proud of who does not say anything near as, as awful as what donald trump has said in his only in only just the election but other people will say, well, I don't care what how, what his feelings on feminism are as much as I care that he's going to put us further and further in debt. So it's not like I don't think that that's not a concern. But I just think most countries are in debt, aren't they? You have, like, how do you do anything these days? Everything costs money. And what are you going to do? But I just think the fact that he treats people of all kinds with respect is a big thing if the main if the biggest country in the world has a leader who 
who treats people in the way I've seen him treat people so far. Unless all of a sudden he gets in there and he totally changes the tune and becomes a totally different person. And that's my only hope if he wins, but I think that's not very realistic at all. So. But you haven't been listening to all the reports over the last year or more than as, like I have, so you probably don't know a lot of the things he said unless you have heard them through the grapevine. Well, I just know he's a sexist, racist, total asshole. So you do believe that? Like, yeah. I, I, okay. I didn't know. I didn't know what you've heard, so I didn't know what you. I know. I know of. Or if you believed it, I, or if you thought a lot of the media was blowing that out of proportion, or. No, and again, it's probably it, it, like part of it is a biased thing that you pick aside, but I also do feel like, like yeah, maybe I haven't researched heard enough, but I just uh, anytime I feel that hear them talk about some sort of emails with Hillary and stuff, it just it, that that to me seems like that's a reaction to his stuff, and that that seems blown under proportion because I don't I don't know it doesn't seem like any of her issues really stick out and stand out as being anything that major like yeah people maybe say they... that e that there's been email security breaches and that that that's 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 risky you don't want you don't want that to happen in the u.s because that puts the country at, at, at um at risk it puts us puts us in danger they would say but i don't know enough about it either because i mean this whistleblower has released all these emails but how do you do you really trust this guy that these things are real anyways? And if they are, you know, that I, I haven't read through all how many I, I hundreds I, of thousands of emails there were, probably were. I Most think overall... Most of were nonsense and nothing big anyway, but apparently say some people say some of it was... I think overall... The fact that it happened the stuff at that, all. The stuff that he said and he brought up brought up a lot more controversy than any of the stuff they uncovered about her, from what I could tell. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm from the outside. I didn't do... Tons of research on both. Well, that's of them. why I like having you here and me. And I know we have different perspectives. And then a lot of people would say, like, "Oh, the media is is uh, is sucking up to Hillary and stuff." But maybe, maybe the media is just covering. Maybe it's Trump's just not giving off a good vibe to the media. That's what I always say. Like they I mean, always say, all these famous people. Why are they all following Hillary? There must be they must be bought and paid for. But or maybe. It's just the right thing. Maybe they're just... It's just, It is that fine line where it's... Yeah, it's good to know as much information on both sides and to know everything, but there is that big thing about conspiracy theories and, yeah. oh, nothing's true and nothing's what they tell you. And yeah, there are things... are There are swindled situations and scams and and all that stuff does happen for sure. But... There is that extreme side to it with with those with those progressive or the republic. I don't even know the proper terms. Yeah, I know. But I get tongue tied. Progressive too. type these people that are very extreme with that stuff, like that, like the Alex Jones and the Rush Limbaugh and the mm -hmm. these people get they get so obsessive, like oh everything's a fix and everything's rigged or whatever they. Well, that's why mom. And that's where it gets a bit extreme. Yeah, it's good. It's, you don't want to just sit there and be like, oh, everything's exactly what we're t they're telling us. Like, you want to be a little skeptical. But it, it's, I think the last, even the last, like, five years has gotten really extreme to where people don't want to believe anything and they they think everything's thought out so much and so... Yeah, it's like it, it keeps me feeling all the time like, 
nobody's sincere and like everybody who specifically in in the government like there's always somebody pulling strings behind the scenes like there's everybody always has a a bad motive and it just makes me feel bad about the world even though I know and I have a heart and I know in my heart from what I've seen and what I know about myself and people I associate with that that most people are good people and most people want to do good and stuff and but that life can get complicated and I can't imagine what it's like to be a politician and, and all these things so I give politicians more slack than maybe some do in a way but I also follow my instincts and I just it's not like all of a sudden this oh this Donald Trump guy is running for president he's saying this and this and this and it doesn't sound right to me you know I've seen him around for years and I've never I just always had a bad feeling about him but I just never thought I just thought he was some business guy that he was just and he was getting into the entertainment industry and I just felt ugh, kind of but I never I never thought this would happen so I never but I you know it's not like all of a sudden my mind's just oh this guy is seems like a bad guy you know I'm following my own heart and my own instincts and they've told me for a long time that he's kind of a yucky guy so but you know it's hard to know what's causing these things he said it's been a sort of a gotten worse in the last couple of years and, and that's probably for a different f- number of factors social media and that that is that is the big part about it is the internet whereas back in the back in the 90s when even when this the clinton stuff was going on i remember it vaguely i was in grade five yeah vaguely. but it was it was just like all through word of mouth pretty much and like yeah through news obviously but yeah like, there was the evening news there were the newspapers and then there was whoever you associated with but you still had tons of hours where you were just in your own head yeah thinking about the That's stuff you saying. weren't reading tons and tons of different different sources and hearing hundreds of different talk people talking about it and well it's like comparing it just wasn't. to the to the to the situation like 100 200 years ago even more obviously back then there was no television there was no radio there was new pa- newspapers and people lived more spread out and further apart there telegrams. was fewer towns <laughs> there was telegrams um there were carrier pigeons i don't know what else there were messages but anyway and, messages so, in bottles yeah <laughs> by the time a message in a bottle floated to you down your the creek in your yard or wherever it was too late the... <laughs> then things had moved on and a hundred things have happened since then so yeah that's what i mean so sometimes i like to tell myself that it's we're doing great now because we have you know, all this information and things but other times i just don't think it's good the tea party, it's, I think it's messing with our minds uh the house caucus freedom caucus ever since i learned that word in maybe high school when i was studying some sort of politics i just could every time i hear the word caucus i laugh i'm sorry it's my own dirty mind i guess it's like it's like that when i hear someone's having a cocktail <laughs> Why do I think of it more when I hear caucus than when I hear cocktail? I, I never know. thought of it hearing cocktail. I was just like, mm, that's delicious. <laughs> I mean the drink, you know. Yeah, yeah. But seriously, I never thought of it when I heard cocktail. Really? Lots of, yeah. You never thought of it? wasn't a super talented retail campaign. I don't know what they're rambling on about. Yeah, I don't know what's going but, but, on. But that 
isn't the thing that happened tonight was something that no one expected. I don't believe the Donald Trump campaign expected this. And when something like this happens, and it happen, and I can't think of it happening in our lifetime, it's really <laughs> disorienting <laughs> in many, many ways. This we'll figure out fucked. what to make of this as the night goes into the Are you on your second beer? Carrie's yep. had two beers flags, and, uh, and I was going to say a cocktail. And as the cars come up, they some of them are honking uh -oh. in that sets the, the sort of pen of Trump supporters afire momentarily with chants like drain the swamps and Ugh. USA, USA. And, uh, and this is in Manhattan, yeah, which is not generally a hotbed of Trump support. And drain so are the there any kind of clashes? That's are there shouting matches? Donald Trump came up with. I, I talked to one man, for example, a real estate developer from New Orleans who was here with his young son and wanted to have him give him a chance to witness history. And he said, I'd rather vote for a successful buffoon than a thief. So I think that kind of gives you a sense of it. All right, NPR's Joel Rose. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just, just wait until, Trump's, uh, not to say in your face or something, event, wait until uh, if, he, if by chance Trump does win, wait until six months from now, the Americans aren't going to be like, oh my God, I'm so glad I voted for him. I guarantee they're going to be just pissed even more. Well, I said that. It's not going to make them, it's not going to change. Like, I said that a while ago to mom, um, that I said I've never wanted Trump to win, but in a strange way, with all the crazy things he keeps saying, I have this strange need to see him win, to jump ahead and, and see what actually happens, to see him fall on his face a little bit with some of these things. Now, that's not necessarily a great thing well, because the, the, all the torture I'm being putting myself through in the meantime in the world and but it's like and maybe 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 it'll turn out better than we're all thinking. Doesn't mean I'm going to all of a sudden re say I like the guy. But this is just me trying to preserve some sort of sanity in this whole thing well if they didn't if they weren't happy when obama was the president they're it's not going to be they're not going to be happy if he becomes president he's going to be a, if trump becomes president he's going to be a much worse president than obama ever was and a lot of that's Americans what everybody's saying happy. is like they're saying a lot of people don't know how good they had it with obama and then they won't know until he's gone and it's having it good means things kind of suck that's the thing is like you don't appreciate it most times they're not things aren't going to be great to begin with if you know things are aren't good when things are when they're really noticeably terrible when they're just the kind of that's why i keep saying it's like most of the world most of the states doesn't know how bad it can get because they haven't lived in a lot of the world and that's let them be a little bit self-righteous about things Is it over yet? <laughs> kind of makes me want to be like, I heard it on a show recently. Somebody couldn't couldn't get their thoughts out coherently, so all they did was. That's kind of all I can think to say sometimes. Yeah, mm -hmm. I don't know. There's nothing you can do in the world. There isn't. People, if if country votes for someone, then that's who they voted for. There's nothing you can do about it. Embrace diversity. I'm very, I'm extremely, extremely concerned. Mm -hmm. And so where does that leave you had if you wake up tomorrow morning and he is in fact the next president? No. Well, I'll tell you, I'm going to be up all night uh, paying attention, and I understand uh, that no, not 100%. The, the path doesn't look too good, too good right now. 
But uh, one of the but things I'm very one minute I heard that is the, the Supreme Court. Each time I hear them talk about another state that that, what the Republicans that they didn't think he'd get or whatever that he got, and it looks worse. Um, so like they said, right, we'll see if he gets Wisconsin. I just a minute ago I heard he got Wisconsin, so I'm sort of following along here a little bit. But not sure what happened with Michigan yet. Oh yeah, now this topics are getting even more interesting. This is my this is the main topic I'm most interested in. Looking like a great night for Hillary Clinton. What do you think she could have done differently? Well, uh, certainly uh, the race hasn't been called, and uh, don't you love that? Time for, for Need to bring it back to that, women that again, question. but it's like normally you always ask women. Uh, very hard to bring together the different wings of the party. Uh, well, the, you were raped. What could you have done differently? Team, as well as her team, in terms of the platform, in yeah, terms of it's just uh, my female perspective. Warming. I don't know if you think I'm nuts for saying it, but maybe if like the media just didn't give Trump so much attention and didn't talk about him. Well, that's what people were saying, that in the beginning they built him up and then they all of a sudden said, wait, he seems dangerous, we don't support this guy. But everybody's like, well, yeah, but you gave him all the attention to begin with and you... So, you know, everybody says media does have definitely has a role to play in this. But... To my kids, I'm sorry this is the world you're saddled with my babies i read the tea leaves I, I read the tea leaves wrong who's this it's a guy from a band called minutes who lives in michigan like i'm not just thinking about myself i know and it's canada you know we're in canada and i i like to think i tell myself that we're safe enough we're buffered we're whatever um but I just don't want to look back all of a sudden and realize this was the beginning of a slippery slope or the beginning of a, a road, a bad, bad road. And, and that all of a sudden one day it's us directly affected and not even me or whoever else. But because, you know, the bad things were always happening in the world back when we were children, they were happening. And well, that's what I mean. You're not the the chances of you living this like next to a big country like this and always being feeling comfortable with the leader that they elect. The chances of that happening are not likely. Like I just I keep going back to this is different than that, but I I know what you're saying. Um, it's just so funny. I uh, I couldn't get this stuff out of my head. Like, you know, I tried things, listened to music, things to just get on with life and focus on other things. But, you know, there's so much of it, like we've said. And so I I wanted to spend time around people. So I was around Reed, our nephew, there for a few days. And I, maybe it helps you just stay in denial or it just helps you hide from things. But it's because you can't escape it and you're an adult and you know things that you can't unknow. But just to be around a four-year-old? Well, yeah, I feel that about life in general. Like, I know this is, um, that's kind of selfish, just thinking about myself. And it, these are other issues that I have to think about, too, in the world. But that is the thing about when, when Sophia comes over and go in the basement for an hour and play an imaginary game. It gets me away yeah. from the realities of life that even she doesn't really know at this point in her life. Like, but after this, I could see myself breaking down if I'm all of a sudden there with her because 
I try to just focus on her the game. Like, I played a game with Reed the other night, and it was fun. It was one of the best nights I've had in a while, but nap going on from here doing that, I don't know how I'm gonna what, how I'm gonna look at her while she, or him while we're playing that game and and not, and that it won't, and not let it creep in. For now, they're safe because they, they won't know, but I mean especially because it's not directly affecting us. I mean, kids are smart, they sense things, and they would pick up on something definitely, but um, in this case, it wouldn't be quite as drastic for our kids in our lives as it would maybe, maybe for a family in the States, but... Unfortunately, the the world and the stuff isn't always on your side. It's not always, it doesn't always turn out. I just think there's a line somewhere between not on your side and really not on the world's side for the good as, as a, on a whole, on the whole. Now, I know everybody will debate where that line is, but if you know what I mean. And once you get a taste of power, if he is, if his main motive is power, once he gets this power and he's, he, he's like, wow, I actually won. Especially for people who say, oh, he doesn't believe he get this far. If he has gotten this far, that's the kind of power that you wonder how that will affect him. And once you have that power and you can wield it over people, it's hard. To, maybe he can't even predict now what it'll do to him, which I'm hoping it'll do less than people think it will. A lot of the people that are into the creativity and arts and different mm -hmm. things that I'm into that are from the States would not did not vote for Trump and don't agree with that point of view. And that's why so and many people end up very isolated in their thought processes and their feelings because you do gravitate to people who think like you for even consciously or subconsciously. Um, whether, you, whether you want to frame it as yes artists create creatives are a little more liberal about things or you want to say i wouldn't sort of associate mostly with people i mean I, I could tolerate them but i'm not gonna be close or spend time with anybody who probably thinks that way but that's what a lot of people have been saying through this whole thing so far is like there a lot of people are like i can't believe people i thought i thought i knew for so long friends and family and co-workers and acquaintances and are saying some of these things I don't believe what they're saying and I can't believe and you wouldn't even necessarily know it like you might have known in past elections that oh uncle so-and-so or my friend whoever was um a republican I don't have but any not... I don't have any friends who who like Trump I don't no well I don't know it's possible you might have um that's why I find it hard to so like how to um, hard to empathize with a lot of these people because I'm so far removed from them. I must be because I can't, I can't fathom how they think that way, or how they overlook things. How it doesn't gnaw at them, like it it has me since I heard him start opening his mouth. 
And I thought, oh, he said that. That's, you know, that's, I don't agree with that, but this is a one time. But he just kept happening and happening and happening. And then I was, I wanted to say, oh, it's the media taking his clips and his sound bites and maybe manipulating them. Maybe he didn't mean it that way. But when you get enough evidence piled up, then you can't, it's harder to refute. Right? So, yeah. And so I saw so anybody who would support that and look the other way without feeling the gnawing guilt, I, not guilt, but the gnawing unease and discomfort and just finicky feeling I felt like I don't understand those how those people look the other way so yeah I, I must not know those people or what kind of atmosphere they are they live in like with the world they exist in and that is why we're all so separate even though we all live in such a global world these days because we do just to sort of keep to our own kind and I don't like to say it like that but because there's tons of Canadian everybody's like oh Canada's much better forward thinking and we're more tolerant and this and that and mom tells me don't go on Facebook comments and stuff but that's where people do go and speak their opinion these days so I do go on sometimes because I, I if I don't I might fall into this feeling of security of feeling oh Canada's not like that and it isn't but when you go on Facebook, I mean, unless those are like trolls and it's not people, real people, these are people who do feel that way. And I might never come in contact with them, with them otherwise. But going on Facebook, I do see it, and I don't want to. But it's almost like why well, do you do you know a lot of Canadians who are into who like Trump? Yeah, lots. Well, if if going by people I read in Facebook comments on different news posts and stuff, if if we're if we're thinking that they are actually not trolls or not like robot bots talking then uh, yeah but i mean it's a country can't be all one or the other of something it's made up of both if you would how come there's no one on my facebook that's for, for trump because this isn't my on anybody who i friends with that i like that i know at all isn't really is not this is ta what i'm talking about like on cbc news puts a story up and I read the comment section. People who read those things, a lot of them in the comments I read say, Trump 2016, go Trump. Hillary's a crook. Hillary's a liar. Um, maybe once Donald Trump gets in, we can get rid of our nasty little Trudeau. They call him stupid names like potato or whatever. The little potato who's going to put us further and further in debt. Like you hear things like that from people. The things you realize that you don't pick up on as a kid, more and more you can't hide from as an adult. Like how many women have been assaulted? How many people get divorced? Like, okay, you know, that's a decision between two adults who make the decision most times, unless one wants it and the other doesn't. Whereas certain things are crimes and things right so there's a difference between rape and divorce but i'm just saying you know the harsh realities of the world that when i was younger i i i was able to hide from i can't hide from those things anymore most people you are around but the fact is that that so many things ha that have happened in the world have been so horrible it must mean because a lot of pe because a lot of people are damn damaged and a lot of people go through terrible things and we've been lucky overall you know, we've gone through being blind and hardships, but it's not been, it's not been things quite so twisted. Whereas a lot of the world goes through 
abuse and um, crime and poverty and things, right, that we haven't gone through. So things like that are going to affect people and affect people's attitudes and and warp people's thought processes and it's kind of hard because it it makes me feel like I'm acting a little self-righteous and if the other person doesn't agree with you then you think they're wrong or they're worse they're bad sometimes there's just disagreements other times it's a little harsher than that I have to go to bed soon I know and that's the thing it's already close enough that it's not like I'm on the edge because I don't know or I could wake up in the morning and find out that something happened. I don't know if I can, if I'll be able to stomach listening to his. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm a sore loser or whatever and I'm going to do anything, you know, I'm not going to be a bad loser in things in life. But I just don't think I can stomach listening to his his um, acceptance speech. Well, why would you? I didn't even hear any of the other. That's what I mean. Anything. But like, I mean, a lot of people would. And I'm going to, I'll hear about something about it, but I just don't think I can hear him stand, hear him speak. Okay. Um, no, I don't think I can't. I don't want to put myself through it. Hopefully he doesn't win because, you know, once he wins, he's the president. He gets to speak all the time for four years. But like you're, like you said, you, yeah, who knows now that he realizes he's won. Um, who knows what could happen. And... Yeah, we're just going to release this as is. No edits. Oh, God. This is the... Um, that sounds more painful than four years of Trump. I didn't get drunk enough. Different people posting. I could tell, like, you don't generally see much political posting like that. Mm-hmm. And Most you could, times they don't. That's not what they talk about. These and you guys, could just, you could just tell that it was, it really was hurting them. And they're just like, I don't yeah. want you to be my, I don't want you to be listening to my music if... If you feel this way, and I know that's pretty extreme, people would say. Yeah, you don't want to think like that, but but it can. You get, are human too. And it you... can get that big to where it's like, I don't want some rapist list- buying my album. Yeah. Like I just you get to you can. Like, I don't need money that bad. Thanks a lot. That's what I mean. Like that's just like if that's you just like, like my like, music, then then what what does it say about what am I doing here with my life? You know, I want I'm doing what I love doing, but now you're tainting it, kind of messing it up. That's basically how it's been for Trump. He's ridden some sort of weird tidal wave of something. It's because he's a famous individual that people know his name. They've known his name for years. He's just an, he's a recognized name. I know Hillary Clinton is too, but she's not like a... But she's, she's, she lives in the swamp. So. She's lived in the swamp with Shrek for a long time. So. She's not like that. She doesn't have that like... Not that he's like us like a celebrity celebrity that's what i'm saying he has that more of a there are these phenomena that, people... that i can't explain and i and i get i keep going back to hitler in my mind because there are just two, certain similarities that i can't help it's like why is he so charismatic why i don't get it he's yicky yeah i know she's not funny she's not people say her voice is annoying that she's a terrible dresser that she's not funny that she's not um she's not as cool obviously as obama like all these things and that's true she's but the thing she doesn't know how to do is politics but people are so sick of politics i guess i mean i don't i hate politics but it's not doesn't mean i think that it's it has no place and i'm sorry but that's what they said about hitler like and when i 
since I was a kid and I was fascinated by that time in history. I would hear clips of the guy. He sounds angry and ranting and bizarre. But apparently, from what I've read and heard, when you were living back at the time with him, there was just something about him. You'd go to his rallies, or rallies and from what I read, there was just like such an energy and and people just felt better he made them believe he could fix their lives and little things like that that they all seem to just seem similar to me in my mind it's not like i was de- like 100% stuck on hillary clinton like it's not that well no at all. i know it was like um, i mean i know that i know i'm the... hoping that someday soon and uh, soonish another woman will come along who will try again but I can see how it scares women off. And the pro- the thing is that... From trying. Not the, the thing is she was in the, the family with the Clintons already. So that, not to say that it's, it's hard for women to begin with, but then at least she had that. So it gave her some sort of an in. Yeah, it gave her an in. It gave her it's a It's going to be a bit harder. I mean, she, she didn't grow up in like a coddled, spoon-fed existence. She was raised in a... You know, I think she was in a raised in a poor home or whatever. But yeah, then she, well, she started by marrying a man who was in politics and built, built up through there. You know, I'm just give, I'm trying to find, think of examples because we all like to think of women, people we can find as an example to look up to. It's, you know, you want to think that there are other women who will try for this and not give up and will not, um, but Whoa. it's still very new. It's only been 100 years, basically, since women got to vote in a lot of places. Mm. So Canada even only had a... They had a female prime minister, but she was only in for a couple months. I don't know a lot about it. It was in the early 90s, I think, from what I read. But again, like, you know, you and I are young enough that that's still new to us. And these things aren't part of our past that we remember. You know, so we have a, a lot of the world has a lot, a lot further to go on these things. Canada's not far beyond the states in this, really, in my opinion. There's still mo- off, more often men who do run for all these things, and we got to change that because it's not all about that women just don't want to or just whatever. It's There's a lot of factors. In my more cynical moments, I just think, what makes America feel like that that is... That might be their individual values but what makes you think you can even say that is that's your country's values i'm sorry well, but that, knowing how how the u.s began and how long it took them to get away from it and how even back in you know 50 years ago you were still not letting black people vote like you're not that far from it and what well yeah that's why it's hard what, for i just think america has a lot of it's hard to love for itself state that, that that's might not, not a representation of their country well like Half of it is, but half of it obviously isn't. And I'm sorry, but that's just how I feel well, from this. Well, what, what else I'm, can you draw from this? That's what I mean. If you, if it's not everybody who voted for him is the other half who is racist and all that stuff, who without the with the, the terrible values, but a lot of them is. That's what fuels it. Well, if you vote someone in, and enough of you who voted them voted someone in who represents that stuff, then mate, that shows that your country represents racism and all this stuff. It's just, it is what it is on paper. Mm-hmm. I know that it doesn't mean that everyone in the country believes that. Mm-hmm. That, mean, that means nothing about that. Mm-hmm. That's why it's such a violent thing too. And it's such a, it just has a different value base. Not that Canada didn't have its 
it's violent stuff. But how did Canada get this reputation of being polite and nice and civil and everything? How did we get that? I don't know. Is it just from being a smaller, less influential, considered weak country? Or is it because we generally are mostly that? That it just makes you question your own country too, and and it and that's good in a way. It makes you examine things critically, and you know, use your critical thinking skills and things. But it also leaves me more confused than ever about even my own country because I don't know what this means when these things happen or don't happen. You know, what'd you do if I just burst in tears? Pat me on the head and go to bed. <sighs> I'm getting tired. I guess that's a wrap, eh? So here we are. Our, I guess it's the morning after, which oh, it's the afternoon after. <laughs> there's no, there's no pill for this one. It's four. Is that something. a bad? Do you know it's around four p.m. Carrie's talking about pills. I'm talking about morning after pills, which is a kind of a harsh thing to talk about right now. Yes. Yeah, anyway, bit it came of an to issue mind. you're bringing up here. Yeah. Well. Abortions. And... Exactly. Let's not get into that right now. No. Uh, I did hear. We did discover some quotes on Facebook earlier, though. That's that was our morning, basically. Uh, someone said something about they went to sleep and they thought something about waking up and. Maybe they thought they died because now they're in hell. Sorry, should I have found the comment and actually read it? No, it's okay. So, because it would come across better than... Hey, what I just said was fine. <laughs> you didn't describe it. Or... Yes, I did. They went to sleep last night. When they woke up, they thought they may have died because they're in hell. I know, but they worded it better. <laughs> <laughs> well, find the damn clip then. Whatever it's called. Clip. I've been swearing a lot today. Yeah, Gary's is... been really weird today. <laughs> I know, it's sort of unbelievable. I... Like this is coming from you, the mouth of me. Because <laughs> last night at the beginning of this podcast, when we started recording this podcast, I said he wasn't going to win. And you and your prediction. I was pretty. Sh- I was going to say certain, but I meant certain. We're mixing up words today. Yeah, my my brain is kind of addled. I was talking about clapping, and then I I must have mixed it with laughter because I said clapter. <laughs> Makes no sense. Uh... Because so, already today we uh, listened to Hillary's concession speech or what, or her speech to her supporters, whatever you call that, and Obama speech to the country. I haven't listened to Trump's just because I just I don't really want to hear his voice right now. But, but the world hasn't ended yet. We're well, still that's here. Well, Obama Someone's Obama's speech. Catch. He says the sun rose this morning. You know, I don't. This isn't hell. And a lot of people who are more uh, who have you know calmer personalities were just you know like our mom. It's pretty good at perspective and things, but it's hard for some of us to uh, to not jump to the worst conclusions when we don't know. And that's what's frustrating to me is that I don't know who this guy is. Uh, I don't know if he's going to build a wall because I, I just read online today that uh, this day in 1989, the Berlin Wall was falling, was coming down. Yeah, there were a lot of uncanny coincidences today. Yeah, uncanny. That's that our word of the day. Um, yeah, you were talking about that. And then 9-11, and then today's 11-9. It's kind of weird. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, like Brian and I were discussing, 9-11, we were both fairly young at that time. I mean, 
I was 17 or whatever and you were 14 and so that was one of the big things that happened but of course big things happen around the world all the time but for the states I, we realized it was a pretty big yeah, thing I guess I guess for us that was sort of like the first or for me anyway it was kind of like probably the first time in my life where I really started to see the U.S. as a certain specific country with violence and going since they went to war from that and mm -hmm. the, all the stuff that kind of happened from that that was probably my in, my main introduction to that kind of stuff yeah i mean we were born mid to late 80s and i guess the 90s was relatively calm in this part of um the world anyway so you know it wasn't yeah until 9 11 that the first big thing happens that we that you're kind of shocked by you know numb that day that it happened and it's the same kind of feeling today i don't mean to um relate them in a lot of ways but for me i guess the it's, feeling is similar it's just sort of this collective what do they call it like a collective unconscious or something have you heard that term hmm. it's where like everyone's mind or like a people's minds sort of connect on the on certain things in life and this is one where you know everyone's kind of thinking about the same thing at the same time and it's well, it's weird when you say everyone, because apparently all these people who voted for him aren't. They're thinking the opposite. So you just sort of feel like we're still, the world is, and now we're being pulled into this um, separation that the state is, states has had for so long. Now the whole world is dra dragged into that even more than before. Like, I was listening to one Facebook Live from BBC, the BBC, I guess, and they were at Niagara Falls here in, in on the Canadian side. But it's, you know, we share this border and Niagara Falls is one of the beautiful natural things that we share with the U.S. And it's one of my favorite things in the world, Niagara Falls. Um, but I don't know. Hopefully, you know, our, pres our president. <laughs> our president. It's so confusing. I mean, Germany obviously has the chancellor and then most a lot of countries have presidents and some have prime ministers. And even I can say the wrong one. But anyway... Uh, Justin Trudeau's statement this morning was, you know, very gracious, and we want to work together. And congratulations, and and Hillary's was very was was really great. And Obama's here is sorry. Also, well, it's just you know Obama's voice has always calmed me. I don't know, and he was just as gracious as ever. And and then you said neither of us listened to Donald Trump's speech, but from what we gathered. He also didn't. He also came across mm -hmm. differently than what he did, obviously, when he was running for it. Because there, yeah. he wanted, in my opinion, he wanted to gain the attention up. and bring attention to him, so people would vote for him. But now that he's in, now it's like, well, now I'm at, have the job, and it's not to say that he won't go back and do some crazy stuff because he's crazy, <laughs> in my opinion. But at the same time, it's like there's also part of it where you have to. There is some professional professionalism that comes Something into is it expected of him now and you know i said as a, as a writer i'm thinking of writing a short story because in my mind i can't help going to well what if it things had gone the other way and he had lost would he have accepted it would he have made a gracious concession speech would he have called her like how would he have handled it and there's no way to know that now but in my mind i can't help going to that so yeah like everything he said when he was running all those inf inflammatory things that was Everybody's sort of giving him a pass on everything because of his speech this morning. And I agree, if that's how he's going to act going forward, that's a step in the right direction. And that will be good. No drama, you know, working together. But that's not how I see it happening. But again, we have no idea how it's going to happen. And between now and January 20th, I guess, when he officially uh, gets into the White House there, uh, who knows? 
I worry that the whole world feels like I do or we do and it's a collective sh- sigh of of unbelievable kind of a reaction that I hope that does you know they call it fear mongering and they say we're overreacting and I get that to a point but if you feel scared you feel scared and there are certain groups of people who have a little more right to feel scared than others and we should all really try and understand those people even if we aren't experiencing it ourselves, because it's like well we're here in Canada we're safe but you know we share this border and we share trade and we share you know we have to support each other or it's going to get bad so um I just don't know how that's going to go and that's that's the whole thing now where it's like you can either you can either just sort of be like yeah well you got to accept what happened and we got to move on and get on with lives and not get too worked up over things but then at the same point there's the other side where it's like well what's the point of this world if we're just always just living in this fantasy thing where we're not actually speaking our minds and actually coming out and saying how we feel and people i mean not that's not that that's totally happening it's just there is that part of it where people are like we all have to play nice and all have to get along and all have to move on from this or you could be against still against the president that as a person and you don't want him running your country, so you're going to still protest and talk about it and keep it up there instead of just hiding behind it and saying, oh, everything, okay, I guess everything's okay. And we have a lot, like we said, a lot of creative and, and artistic people that we know or know of or we read things from or listen to their music or on Facebook, and a lot of them are going to speak up and they're not going to be silent. And that's why I will never stop praising, not praising, I guess, but... Uh, approving of things like social media for one reason alone and for blogging and for these things that why do I do this why do I do that because what else am I gonna do I I I think we all deserve to speak up and I hope that we're never in a position here in the US or Canada where you know the government won't let you do that which again maybe that's me being jumping to conclusions but it's just it makes me sad just because all those things Donald Trump said, some of them are sound bites and can be manipulated by media. Other things are what he said, unless he's going to claim he had some guy pretending to be him that wasn't him. I heard him say things that I can't unhear now. They were things that hurt just because I'm a woman and they hurt. And the fact that a president of the United States said those things, I don't know what other presidents in the past have said. Behind closed doors, wherever. Well, that's just it. And back in the day, back in the day, we wouldn't have like heard it. When slavery was still around, and when you know, oh gosh, yeah. And I mean, there's Watergate, and there was terrible things. I don't but, know much about Watergate, but that's how they caught Nixon on tape saying things. So back in the '70s, obviously they had tape. But the so, problem you know, it is, starts. But now we have the thing media. is now we've it's 2016. Like not to say stuff doesn't exist. Obviously it does, but you'd think we'd be evolved enough that enough people would vote for someone who wasn't promoting those things in any way. It's just hard because it makes a lot of people feel like we don't matter when other people can just sort of shrug their shoulders, say, meh, you know, overlook it and move on. It's not that bad. Minimize it. You know, that's the hardest thing. And so, I mean, there were a lot of women who must have voted for Donald Trump, but there are a lot of women I'm seeing today on Facebook, writers and other women I know of and respect, and it hurts to hear them speak out, to hear, say, their children, their daughters are confused by this. It just, it doesn't make sense. Uh, and that's part of why I think this is a good idea to do this podcast as, a, as an example. But yes, at the beginning of this recording, I was 
I was still thinking he was wasn't. And then a lot of people we we were listening to throughout here, and we were listening to a show from yesterday, a, a radio show, and everybody just it was still such a joke even at at this late date, and people just when he loses this this this, and I just wasn't so sure, and that's the part of me that that can't hide from things and that feels a little more pessimistic about things. I read something this morning that said that hope is not the same as optimism. Um, you know, everybody's looking for quotes to help them through things, but I just thought that was true because I mean, I still have hope for this world and for the U S and for me and for everybody, but because I have to, because I have a niece and nephews, uh, but, and for myself and everybody, you know, but it's not like I'm optimistic about how this is going to go. Not even just him specifically being there, but how he got there. Right? There, that's two different things. We don't, everybody's guessing what he will do, but when you say he will do this, he will do that, he won't do this, he won't do that, we don't know. Uh, it's going to depend on so many factors. But the fact that he got in, that tells you something. And then everybody's trying to analyze what that tells you. And I don't know. Browsing on Facebook, it is just the day after, but I feel like. Yeah, like, it's very fresh. It's but. so hard to say. Like, he, like you said, he won't really be in until January. So I don't know if it will sort of die down a little bit around the holidays just because people will get sort of distracted and sidetracked and there won't be too much in the news about it. Is that why they have it at the end of November and then the person doesn't get Maybe. it until January? So Christmas can help people smooth over It just over sort of takes things over. But makes you feel a little like better. People are posting songs, like protest songs, through, mm-hmm. all through my Facebook. Sonic Youth song T- Teenage Riot someone posted Ooh, yeah like it's just it's we were listening to some weird stuff hopeful out. sounding music today to get us pumped about life and uh, then i showed brian the song on the uh, american yeah we put po- you posted it on our facebook page. yeah it's on you our facebook it page there, but... uh i think you know the lyrics are brilliant in that one it's talk- talking about spooking the herd and ripples which we always talk about on the certain facebook groups i'm in for compassion uh one thousand voices speak for compassion which that's one of those little things that I need to do and even more now. And it, it was a Facebook group and a um, movement started online uh, a couple of years ago that I joined. And it sort of died down in, in recent months. It was basically a Facebook group and every month there would be a topic surrounding compassion that we'd all write about and share posts. And, um, and it's died down because, you know, things evolve in life and people move on with their lives and whatever. And it made me sad that it was sort of dying out. And I don't know if this will re-spark something or not. But I I feel like that's a small thing that I've been doing the last few years when things would happen in the news and terrorist attack around the world and things. And I don't know what kind of difference it's ever made, but it made me feel better. And sometimes that's what you need. You know, but I've given you a few examples like in the last 12 hours or whatever about um, climate change and about what he said at the debate about if he gets elected, he's going to make it so he can put Hillary in jail, which these things are things you hope he won't make good on, right? That he won't enforce. But I don't know what he's doing right now and how he's, how he's handling it. If he didn't think he'd win either. Yeah, I don't know. If he truly thought he would. I was pretty convinced that he wouldn't, but at the same time, everyone in the back of their mind knew it was possible. Well, the point of a, it wasn't the, the, like demo- a... the, the democracy in the U.S. is that people can vote one way or the other. And so, you know, there's both 
possibilities. But yeah, so I don't, I don't know how a lot of women are feeling right now. I just know how I'm, how it's made me feel as a woman with a disability. Uh, I always feel like I'm sort of held down on two counts. Um, and we need people that recognize that and respect that. And I don't know if he does. I'd like to say that he does. So yeah, what was that thing about the U.S.? Um, was it around 11 o'clock last night? The immigration website for Immigration Canada crashed. Yeah. But how realistically, how many people are actually going to move or could, could move? I mean, I heard people talking about here in Canada. Yeah, we're really accepting here. Everybody's welcome. But I don't know if that's realistic. But like I said, it it could be at some point in the future. You know, we we've taken in... Uh, 25, 30,000 refugees from Syria and other places. and There could, could be some of it. It's not gonna, It's not like that simple to do. Is it's it not that like simple? Is it, it, is it dire enough? Is it possible? Like, you know, we, we have a lot of empty space here. Um, you know, open, wild space. But it's, you know, I guess if they all want to move to the Arctic. But that's the thing, too. The, you know, that it's not like climate the, change uh, is probably going to ruin that anyways. But that's the thing about Canada. There are only certain areas that are kind of nice to live in. A lot of the other stuff, it would be okay, but it's northern and pretty out out in the middle of nowhere. And that's why people don't live there. So it's not to say that someday it won't be made into more cities and stuff, but I mean, kind of. That's why some people are trying to go to Mars and this might spur that movement on even more. Maybe. The immigration site to Mars, the site to sign up to go to Mars crashed last night, bro. Eh? <laughs> the website that you go to sign up to be the first to go to Mars that crashed last night, or maybe the rocket will when it goes to Mars that might crash. I don't know. It did crash last night. No, we're making a, a joke. That's a joke. You know, the Canada one did, so I, no, I know the one going to Mars might now. Someone not of the right mind would want to go to Mars, but it's like, yeah, we can't, we can't uh, control ourselves on this planet. We're gonna mess it up. We'll just go to another one. See, I'm sorry, but that's the stupid human idea that yeah, it's going to wreck good. us all. Never good. Never a good solution. But it's hard to solve things. It's better just to create the same problems elsewhere. And well, stupid phrases like while. drain the swamp, make America great again. When exactly was again? That's just what I want to know. But nobody questions it. People wear their American flags proudly, but they don't question Nothing makes sense. Finding anything else on there? Yeah. Everyone's talking about it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, we were trying to break away from it a little bit, but I don't know what to do to do that. Um, So many people are talking about it that we're not sure where we can go to hide. And that's, that's what I was thinking about earlier is, you know, I need to get away from social media. I need to get my mind off of it. I need to focus on something that brings me joy. Uh, but you can't get these things out of your head once they're in there and you can't as soon as you get away from it you feel like you're isolating yourself and you're not then you you know it's a terrible feeling to to be stuck in that sort of quagmire but i feel bad when i hear that it's ruining family dynamics which are complicated enough in the best of times and the fact that the americans have their thanksgiving coming up in a couple of weeks here um that's another blog blogging group I'm a part of 10 things I'm thankful because I have enough struggles that I think it's important to try and focus on what I'm thankful for at least on a weekly basis 
and there's always something I'm lucky to say but uh, you know Thanksgiving 10 things of thankful it's kind of along the same lines so a lot of the Americans who write on for that blogging challenge will have quite the challenge this year and just to hear on Facebook or wherever that you know some other family voted Trump some of them are Hillary and it's tearing them apart and they never thought they it just makes me sad make America great again you know as long as that doesn't mean again back when abortion was illegal or um, you know things like that that's not where we want that's not the again we want I don't I don't think but you know if you if you are very strongly religious you think abortions wrong maybe that is what you want if you think that's gonna save the lives of human babies it's a tough subject <laughs> And see, anyone who doesn't have to deal with abortion directly, it's easy to say, yeah, that's a tough thing. I don't want to talk about it. And that's what we mostly do. Yeah, just ignore it. And, but I think this is a, a situation where that's it is changing. And it's one of those things, like a wave. We just all have to kind of ride. Ha- things happen in the world. And I, own, I say that with the most respect for anybody who is afraid right now that you know, they might be affected. And if that's where we're heading, we do all have to speak out. And I will. I try to put myself in the position, only comparing it to the 30s because that's my best example in history, that I often wonder what I would have done if I were alive then and all those things were going on. Would I have just went along with it and stayed silent? And I don't know what it's like to be truly afraid for things like that. So uh, I don't know. I like to think I wouldn't have. And if all of a sudden I found myself in that situation again here in 2000, whatever, um, I guess we'd find out. (laughs) Yeah, it is funny. I mean, I didn't wake up thinking I was in hell. I wouldn't go that far. But I did wake up. And, you know, when you first wake up and you're kind of groggy. I was thinking, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you've had a particularly unsettling dream and you wake up and you're like okay okay good it was just a dream it was just a dream i'm sure a lot of people had that feeling this morning mm-hmm. i had that same one like yeah was that a dream that was seems. so weird that must have been a... no that's real and those that's the craziest moments in your life that those don't happen that often i mean for most people but when they do it's this very sobering experience i think and it's just that it's that whole thing about it's so ironic with the i don't know if the, with the make america great again and the whole thing about how they've had, like, I don't know enough about lists and ratings and stuff, but they haven't been looked at very highly around the world. Education, the last while. literacy, and standard that, of living. Now with with if, if Trump becomes president in Jan- when he becomes president in January, I guess they they'll have to. It's going to be get worse. I think people are going to make fun of Americans even more for being illiterate and being not speaking well and not. Like it's it, whereas Obama kind of brought started to bring that in a better direction, I think. Yeah, I'm even sorry. though nobody noticed because it's so everything's so gradual, and it was yes. only, it, it's only been eight years that he was there, and it's not hasn't changed that much, but it was going in the right direction. But now it's just it's going to be an easy shot for people to make fun of Americans, and it's just not going to help them at all. And that's not think. a nice feeling for anybody. I mean, we make jokes. A lot of us make jokes to try and lighten the mood, but yeah, you don't feel good, you know, putting down another country or other people. But it just. I don't know how you can deny that Obama and his family brought class to, to things. They jazzed up the proceedings here. And then now, from what I've seen, I just feel like Trump is 
he'd have to change quite a bit from what I've seen of him even over the last since you know I heard his show you know that show on NBC and even then he would have to really change before I could see him take him seriously but people I just don't believe people like sure they can act their their a certain way for their presidency and that I mean that's better than doing these crazy things but still deep down he still you still have those feelings they don't just come it's not just all a joke there is reality to it and you can cover it up all you want and act all nice now that you're in this position but that still doesn't even though people have like forget things quickly and they do just ignore things and they're good at that it still doesn't erase the things that were said and did happen and that's what i mean they're burned into my head and you know they're on youtube and we can replay them and unless he's gonna you know take control of all of youtube and shut all that and down take the internet o- take the way they and... take i mean it's possible these who knows what all you can do with the internet these days but um the word is tacky he's just tacky the things he says the way he says them the way he's lived his life just seems tacky to me i don't know just it's such a strange contrast it's not just going um democratic to republican i i've seen that you know obviously i was younger but we went from um Bill Clinton to George Bush, you know, George Bush to Obama, right? Like those are changes that happened. But this just seems like a whole other level of wacky tacky. <laughs> oh, good. Wacky tacky rhymes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a, it's just like a version of these feelings that have been going around for a long time, but it's now it's coming more into the forefront. And it's weird. It's, it is a weird time i guess i don't again it's like you say it's it's also gradual and it he hasn't actually gotten to office yet so you have to kind of wait until this stuff actually starts to happen and kind of see from at that point but it's still it's just a weird you have people saying give the guy a chance now and then you have other people saying no no chances don't give him any don't give him this chance which is what i was saying before he was elected because that's that's where (laughs) that's where it starts to break into the things like you can you can be racist and against all muslims and against all this stuff you can be like that but then people are like oh we'll give you another chance like no if you if you've already that's just you've given off it. i've never been anti any of that stuff so there's nothing to get me on if i had i'd admit to it and yeah maybe you know i don't i just don't think you can be it's hard to change. 70 years old it's hard to admit you made you said like maybe if he was like in his 20s or something and he he really took a couple of years and like dried especially out especially when you're really rewarding the it. behavior you're you're saying acceptable acceptable you're giving your stamp of approval so then why would he change i don't know maybe he has his reasons maybe he will but it's hard to know how people really feel sometimes but then other times it's blatantly clear and i i really hope that we're here being clear because you know, this is a podcast and I, you know, I put thought into it. I produce things. I, I write bits for it and we try to make it sound good and all. I want to try and put reality, but I also put some hope into it because if people hear it, I don't, I do want them to feel like there is some hope because there is. And I guess we just think of, you know, I, but what, I just think of what, things like, like what's, what's the hope that you'd have that he becoming president, he just fakes it and isn't himself and doesn't do any of the stuff he said he was going to do. Yep. And then we just live in a f- 
fake world and well we get through four years of them but we see what happens we still all all of us who feel strongly stand up to anything we see done wrong against people you know even more than it's already been done because i can't i can't help i don't know what i can do for that but i guess we all have to find a way to do our part it's easy to be lazy and complacent and but we might not all be able to keep that up. It's hard to see. <laughs> Where would you rather live, Mars or the moon? I think if I was going to go somewhere, I'd rather go to the moon. I like the moon better than Mars. I mean, Mars is the red planet, and I love the color red. But I guess if, if Mars has water on it, the moon doesn't. I just always love the moon. Yeah. <laughs> the sun rose and now I'm thinking about Mars and the moon anything to contribute what are you reading so you can yeah, read yeah, I gotta Facebook get off. you can read Facebook over there I don't have it a braille display yet but I'm hopefully getting one maybe I'll just leave Facebook for good yeah you could just dismantle your account this is it <laughs> you did not hear it here first everybody because you probably won't I've thought about it too and like I said I think maybe last night I uh, I don't if he stops sounding so whiny and and bullyish, maybe I'll eventually be able to tolerate listening to him speak. But he's gonna have some have some really good speech writers because things he said so far they've been for a certain purpose, and now he has a different purpose, I guess. And well, that's just it. We'll it's see, totally different now. If he, when he gets in, I mean, maybe it won't be. The sound of his but... voice does get to me after coming off of Obama and. The one thing I like to do is go to my violin lesson. I guess part of it's being the soundproof room. I don't know. It, the room does a pretty good job of, of shutting out everything else in my mind. Which I guess I'm so determined to uh, take control of my mind and make it focus on the one thing so I can do the best I can that I don't... Other things don't really creep in. That goes back to <laughs> art and creativity and writing and music and all this kind of stuff that we're into is that's the one type of thing that can take you away from reality here come the sirens <laughs> yeah things here in london ontario still go on there's still crime there's still nobody's talking about that well i mean on the local stations but there's no big facebook talking about that no you can't possibly know about everything going yeah, on in every and that's little the town thing. around the world. We're talking Ontario where there's like a few big cities and then you go to the States and there's like hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of cities. Like it's just crazy to imagine. And it's a small area, but there's so many more people and it's just, I can't, it's hard to visualize. Yeah, but this is a city with a university and a college and students every day going about their lives uh, you know I walk through this music school at the West at the University here for my violin lesson once a week and there's just students all over walking down the hall talking about practices and oh I haven't even learned that that piece yet I don't even know the you know like just and I, I respect them so much for what they're doing with their lives in a way just because I just do it for an hour a week and then I go home and practice as much as I can and to have a whole um, education going on around something like that 
ran into a nice lady in the elevator and she asked us if we both went to school there and I told her I had my lessons and life does go on somewhere somehow and cassette clip of the week and the stream goes on and the water keeps flowing. Or we hope so, anyway. That's, then you never know. Maybe the world will end. It's a gong show, you know? Isn't, it, isn't that what somebody in our family likes to say? Yeah. <laughs> this is a gong show. 